Welcome everyone to another episode of A Toy Too Mini. This time we'll be talking about Rom, the Space Knight. Far, far away in another galaxy, the Knights of the Soul Star Order, defenders of justice and truth, have been ambushed by the evil magicians, the Diorates. The Soul Star Order has prevailed and are now seeking out their scattered enemies. One of these knights has followed the trail of the Diorates all the way to Earth. This one the Diorates fear more than all others. This one has hounded them and kept them underground for centuries. This one alone could wipe them off the face of creation. He is Rom, Lord of the Soul Star Order. Rom, the Wraith Slayer. Rom, the Space Knight. Even he must be careful. The diaries can assume any form they wish. Rom counters this with the energy analyzer. With it, he can see through appearances and determine the true essence of any being. Rom also has a weapon unique to his order, the neutralizer, which can disorganize any molecular structure. He has rocket pods, which can instantly send him soaring. He has a translator through which he can communicate with any intelligent being in the universe. And his respirator allows him to breathe in any atmosphere. Rom, Lord of the Soul Star Order. Rom, the Wraith Slayer. Rom, the Space Knight. A microelectronic creation from Parker Brothers. Rom, the Electronic Space Knight by Parker Brothers. I remember this figure from 1979. I was a big, big fan of robots when I was growing up. I'm still a big fan of robots to this day. But anything that looked like a robot was right up my alley when I was a kid. And I remember seeing advertisements for this toy in some of the comic books I was reading at the time. And of course, I had to ask for it. And I did get one for my birthday in uh, 1980, if I remember correctly. Loved this toy. Now, unfortunately, there wasn't any other toys released to go with my ROM Space Knight. He was basically a one-man show. But what was so cool about him is that he was a rather large figure. I believe he's like 12 to 13 inches tall. About the same size as my $6 million man figure I had at the time as well. And, of course, you know, those two used to fight it out all the time. You know, so Rom became my nemesis for my $6 million man figure. But one of the neat things about this figure was it featured a lot of cool lights and sound effects. Now, the history of this figure is it was originally conceived by a man by the name of Brian Bing McCoy. And originally it was supposed to be a electronic wizard. But it got reimagined into a cyborg. And its original name was supposed to be Cobol. But the execs at Parker Brothers decided to name it ROM instead. Which is still computer related. But it stood for read only memory. Now the figure features a gunmetal type gray finish to him. Kind of looks like a Robocop almost. And he came with some really awesome accessories. For example, he came with this one accessory called... The Translator. It had a really cool sound effect. 
and it would light up. And the way you would add these accessories to your ROM figure is there was like a little cable that you would plug in to the side of ROM. It looked like a audio cable almost. And it would plug into the accessory, which would give it power and cause it to light up when you push the buttons. Another neat accessory this, this guy had was called the neutralizer, which was his weapon. It made a really cool sound effect, and of course it would flash the little light in front of it as well. Then of course, Rob had an energy analyzer. So he could scan around the area and look for things. It too had a pretty cool sound effect. And lastly, this was built into ROM, was his rocket pods. When he activated those, they would make a rocket sound, and plus the little LEDs would light up in the back to simulate the flame coming out. Used to love that effect. Now on the back of ROM, right next to on-off switch, there was a couple little levers. They were called program buttons. And basically what they did is you would try, you would select which accessory you wanted to use by pushing the left button down a certain number of times and hit the right button to activate it. You know, for example, uh, let's just say I wanted to activate the, let's see, the translator. I would press the button three times, the left hand button three times, and hold it down, and then the translator sound effect. It's kind of cool, kind of a little programming exercise you had to do with this crazy thing. It did run a one 9-volt battery, so it would last quite a while since you're only using some LEDs on there and some basic sound effects. So the battery life was fairly decent on it. Plus, it looked so cool when you would turn on and sit up on the shelf, his eyes would be glowing at you, and you see the LEDs on his chest alternating back and forth, and it would make like a little beep sound as he stood there, which I thought was so freaking awesome. He also had a respirator sound too that was kind of cool love this toy i wish i still had it today unfortunately he was lost to who knows where when i went to college uh, i think my mom got rid of him with a lot of my other stuff i used to have but that's what happens when you grow up and you go to college what also was really cool is marvel comics released a line of comic books in conjunction with this toy release. I absolutely love the Rob Space Knight comic books. What's really interesting is the toy only lasted for like two years before it went out of production, but the comic books lasted a whole lot longer. I think there was over 75 issues, I believe, that was published in the series, which is actually pretty freaking incredible for a toy that didn't last very long. I think one of the major reasons why this toy wasn't very successful is Star Wars toys were out, and they were all the rage. You know, they were much smaller to three and a quarter. They had a lot of accessories and stuff going on. And I think that, along with G.I. Joe, just kind of overshadowed Rob. It was the only figure made by Parker Brothers. And like I said, they never did release any other figures in the line. For example, it would have been nice if they could have released a Dire Wraith, which was Rob's mortal enemy that he would fight a lot. They never did do that, which is unfortunate. But being an electronic toy, electronic action figure, you know, that in its own right is pretty cool. Uh, I'd definitely like to have one back in my collection again. 
even though you know he only had a limited articulation, like his elbows wouldn't wouldn't move and his head wouldn't turn right and left, but his arms would raise up and down. He could bend his knees and his little feet and his and his legs and stuff. So you pose him somewhat when you're messing around with him and playing with him in your little action adventures. But did any of you guys have one of these ROM Space Knights? If you did, uh, please send an email to toytoonpodcast at gmail.com and discuss your memories of your ROM toy or send an audio submission. I'll include it in a Toy Tomb episode so we can all hear about your memories of ROM, the Space Knight. Thanks for listening to the show. The Toy Tomb Podcast is a proud member of the Retro Junkies Network and also the Throwback Network. Special thanks to Paul Nurmanen of the Intellivisionaries for the theme song for the Toy Tomb. Please tune in next time for more Retro Toy Talk.